the movie's past and present podcast. It's May 21st, 2021, and this is episode 70. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just like my blog, moviespastandpresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's do this thing. New in theaters this weekend, at least in um, my movie market here where I live in Salt Lake City, is the film Dream Horse. And this is this was a film that was, I believe, supposed to open up last year. And, of course, COVID dashed its hopes. But it's made its way into theaters. And, and uh, I hear it's actually a, a pretty fun movie. It's an inspiring true story uh, based on a racehorse named Dream Alliance. And this horse is bred by a small town in the UK that um, has just been down on its luck. And so with very little money and no experience, uh, this town chips in their meager earnings to help uh, Dream Alliance compete with, with the, you know, with the racing elite horses. And, uh, you know, I guess spoiler alert, the investment pays off as Dream rises through the ranks and becomes a beacon of hope in this struggling community. Uh, Tony Collette plays the main character. And I think this is, from what I understand, it's just a very crowd-pleasing, very pleasant movie. So uh, Dream Horse is rated PG by the Motion Picture Association for language and thematic elements. Now, uh, we're, looks like, you know, looking at the summer schedule and looking at the way things are going, uh, I think we're going to have a deluge of of new films coming out this summer, which probably means more podcasts from from <laughs> from me too, with more movies to talk about. So I'm looking forward to that. One of the big releases coming up this summer is is the ninth, if you can believe it, ninth installment of uh, the Fast and the Furious <laughs> film franchise, or as the filmmakers are calling it, the Fast Saga. Now. The Fast and Furious movies, you know, they're for me, they're very uneven. Uh, some of them I think are great, some of them I think are dreadful. However, these eight films, uh, starting uh, actually, it was th- uh, three weeks ago, uh, Universal Pictures, who's you know, the distributor, the creator and distributor of these films, has been putting them uh, in theaters for free. Uh, they started with the, with the very first one with the Fast and the Furious, and they uh, they they every Friday night uh, between now and June twenty fifth, when this ninth film, you know, this brand new film starts, which is titled F nine. <laughs> so yeah, just literally the letter F and the number nine. Um, you know, pretty easy. Maybe I wonder if that's how they're going to name the rest of these as uh, you know going on. But um, the you uh, you know check your local listings if you're interested. How they've been doing it in, in in the Salt Lake City market? It's been one show on a Friday night. It's been the late show, so after nine p.m. And uh, you just be able to reserve your tickets online. Uh, again, you can, each each person can get uh, up to two free tickets. So, uh, you know, I've been getting to, I'm going with a buddy and 
and uh, seeing these Fast and Furious movies on the big screen again. Now, uh, this week, so 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 you know, it's Friday, which which they refer to as um, Fast Friday. <laughs> so to so today's Fast Friday screening is the fourth installment of the series, which is called Fast and Furious. So again, these titles, they are what they are. But uh, seeing one through three on the big screen over these last three weeks has actually been a blast. I think part of it is just, it's just been fun to get out of the house and go to a movie, right? Um, you know, the theaters have been very clean for the most part, I think. Um, and I felt safe. Um, we'll see how things continue to go as, as uh, mask mandates are going by the wayside. But... Uh, one of the reasons I'm talking about this is because really the, I think probably the very most, the most entertaining film and just the most just consistent film of the series, which is, uh, other than the first one, I really enjoyed the first one and we can talk about that another day, but, uh, fast five, uh, it will be playing next Friday on May 28th. Uh, so if you've never seen that on the big screen, I'd highly recommend it because it's, it's really a cool movie and just kind of uh, a classic representation in all of the best sense of what this what this film franchise is is uh, all about. So so um, and I'll probably what I'll do is is after when, or maybe the weekend F nine opens up, I'll put together a, a quick retrospective of all of these films uh, after and you know because I'm planning to go to all of them too. So uh, I'm I'm going tonight again late show tonight to see to see Fast and Furious again the for, the fourth one. But 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 uh, if it's something you're interested, in, I mean, hello, free movie and and uh, it's it's been a it's really been so far a really fun experience. Uh, one other thing to note is. Uh, you know, so just seeing it in, in in a nice theater with a nice stereo, but I really, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if Universal Pictures, with the print that they've been distributing to the theaters, really has an amped audio mix. Uh, I mean, of course, the visuals look great too, but the sound has been so good. And honestly, when you know during some of these car racing scenes, you actually feel like you're there. It's 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 cool. Uh, in particular, in the in the uh, in the theater that we've gone to that's played, uh, that's got a Dolby Atmos sound system. Uh, not all of these movies are going to be playing in that Dolby Atmos theater, unfortunately, but still, even in the non Atmos theater, the, 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 the film just looked and sounded great. So anyway, fast Friday, take advantage of it. If you're, if you're into that sort of thing. Well, as I mentioned, summer movie season, I think it's going to happen this year. Uh, there are so many movies, you know, that were that were po- postponed, that were supposed to release last year, that are getting put in the summer. So we've got a really crowded summer movie season. But actually, it's going to be great. So, I'm, you know, hopefully I'm going to be able to podcast more because there'll be more, uh, you know, more films to talk about. And... Uh, and then just and then I think it's going to be you know a lot to choose from. So as theaters really start to come back online and people get more comfortable, 
going out. And, and ultimately, you know, most, most importantly, that it's safe to do so. So uh, what I just thought I'd do for, 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 for this episode is, is uh, just briefly talk about five of these uh, this myriad of summer movies that are coming out that I'm particularly excited about. And, uh, of course, we'd love to hear which films you're excited about, too. Um, so so uh, let's start with, with uh, I'm just going to go in the, in the, in the order of, of release date. First movie that I'm, I'm really excited about opens up on June 11th. It's a film adaptation of the Broadway musical In the Heights. Uh, this, this is a musical that was written by uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. And, uh, you know, before Hamilton, he, he wrote uh, In the Heights. And it's, it's, uh, it, looks, it looks terrific. It's directed by uh, John Cho, who directed the, the, you know, wildly popular romantic comedy Crazy Rich Asians. And, you know, it's set in, it's set in uh, Washington Heights. There in in, uh, in in New York City, and I'm just going to go ahead and read you this description. The scent of of the uh, cafecito caliente hangs in the air just outside of the 181st Street subway stop, where a kaleidoscope of dreams rallies this vibrant and tight knit community. At the intersection of it all is the likable magnetic bodega owner Uznavi, and I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I've not seen this show. Um, he's being he's being played by Anthony Ramos. Uh, who saves every penny from his daily grind as he hopes, imagines, and sings about a better life. Uh, so In the Heights fuses Lin-Manuel Miranda's kinetic music and lyrics with director John M. Chu's, and I probably could just call him John M. Cho. Gosh, I'm sorry. Um, lively and authentic eye for storytelling to capture a world very much of its place, but universal and as an experience. Um, anyway, super stoked about it, about it uh, In the Heights. Uh, because it's a it's a, a Warner Brothers release, it's going to be both released in the theater on 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 June 11th, and also on HBO Max on June 11th. It'll be play it'll play on J- HBO Max for about a month. Um, so anyway, I'm actually seeing it in the theater. I, I've got tickets to see it in, in IMAX, um, you know, which is favorite. So anyway, in the Heights on June 11th. Next film I'm really excited about is the next film from uh, Pixar Animation Studios. And it's called Luca, and it's opening on June 18th, and it's going to be playing exclusively on Disney Plus without having to buy uh, or order, you know, the film using that uh, premiere access thing where you have to pay extra. So if you are if you're already a subscriber to Disney Plus, then Luca is going to be showing up in your, uh, <laughs> you know, in the Disney Plus app on on, on June 18th. Uh, Hopefully you've seen a preview or a post or something for this, and I'll have some links to to uh, stuff in the podcast notes on my blog. But uh, Luca is set in a beautiful seaside town on the Italian Riviera, and it's a coming-of-age story about a young boy experiencing an unforgettable summer filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. Luca, who's our main character, little uh, little uh, boy Luca, shares these adventures with his newfound best friend, but all the fun is threatened by a deeply held secret, which is that uh, these these two boys are their sea monsters from another world just below the water surface. So as uh, hopefully you, you've seen in, the, in one of the previews 
again, you know, or, or you can come, come check it out on my blog. Uh, th- these boys, when they come up out of the water, so they're creatures when they're underneath the water, and when they come up out of the water, they can take on a human appearance, and I guess we'll find out how, how this whole world works. But they had me at Italy. I mean, how cool is that, that, that Pixar has created this this film uh, set in in uh, in uh, you know there on the on the beautiful Italian Riviera. The, of course, the animation looks stunning. Uh, story looks very compelling, and and uh, of course, just kind of kind of weird. But isn't that what we love about Pixar movies? So I can't wait for Luca. So Luca again opens up on June eighteenth exclusively on Disney Plus. Uh, next film I'm really excited about is is uh, um, another Marvel movie. Uh, it's Black Widow. Now Black Widow was supposed to open up last year, um, and then its 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 date has just moved around a few times. But it looks like Marvel is committing to opening this film on July 9th, and it's going to be both in theaters as well as. Uh, you can order it in that premier access service on Disney Plus, which I think is around thirty bucks. So what that means is, you know, you get you you can pay for it, you pay that thirty bucks, and then it's just in your Disney Plus library. So for as long as you have Disney Plus, um, you know, you get to watch it. The uh, for those of us who probably I'm probably going to see it in the theater if I can. So I won't be using that premier access, which means that I won't get to see it on Disney Plus until however many weeks down the road that they will put it on Disney plus without having to pay extra. So, um, this, you know, is, is stars Scarlett Johansson as, as the character of black widow that she's played in, in, uh, all of the Avenger movies thus far. And, and she's been in, you know, a lot of these different Marvel studios, um, films. And so it, and, and, uh, it looks like it's going to be a bit of an origin story for her. Disney's pretty tight-lipped, you know. Uh, I guess Disney and Marvel Studios are pretty tight-lipped about the specific plot, but but clearly she's got a Black Widow's got a sister, but I uh, was played by the actress Florence Pugh, and we're just gonna see how 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 uh, this rolls. But I think I'll just be so happy when when July 9th finally rolls around and we get to see this movie that's been that's been uh, on hold for fourteen plus months. So. Uh, Again, Black Widow opens up on July 9th in theaters and on Disney Plus with uh, premiere access. Uh, next film I'm really excited about is a documentary, and it is called The Beatles Get Back. This is opening up in theaters on August 27th. At least that's the current plan, and let's hope it sticks because I, I, I'll be excited to see this one in a theater. But uh, acclaimed filmmaker Peter Jackson has has uh, assembled this really unique cinematic experience that's going to take us back in time to the Beatles recording sessions of their Let It Be album. And uh so this was this was they recorded that album in 1970. Uh there's a lot of of uh footage that was taken, you know, that they, they a lot of a lot of these recording sessions were filmed. And so, uh, really, from what from what it appears to me is that I, I think that most uh, that kind of the 
general consensus was that this Let It Be project was entirely marked by ill feeling among the band members, you know, the Beatles. But uh, this documentary supposedly challenges that. Uh, uh, that actually that there was a lot of joy in the making of this album too. So I'm excited about it, excited to hear the music, excited to see what what uh, kind of documentary Peter Jackson is going to put together for this and just a chance to listen to some of this great Beatles music um, again. So the Beatles Get Back documentary opens again in theaters on August 27th. Last up is... Uh, another Marvel movie. <laughs> so, uh, and they're just coming to the very end of summer. It's, it, they're opening this up on Labor Day weekend uh, on September 3rd. But it's, it's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, not a lot is known about this film. Uh, Shang-Chi is an Asian superhero. And uh, there is a teaser trailer for it. I will put a link to that in the podcast notes on my blog. And and uh, hopefully, you know, maybe by the time Black Widow rolls out in, in, in July, we'll have another trailer for this or get, or get some more information. But I'm intrigued. Uh, you know, I think uh, Marvel producer Kevin Feige and his team are kind of the storytellers uh, of the moment. And uh, at least for the, you know, for the masses. And uh, I just found their movies to be so entertaining and such a blast. So I'm really excited about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings opening in the, and I think this one is opening exclusively in theaters. I, again, unless something changes from what, from what uh, it's been announced is it's, it's going to open exclusively in theaters uh, on September 3rd. you're following me on instagram and again i've got links to that on the podcast notes on my blog uh and and uh, i'm at at movies pap as in past and present if you just want to look me up too within the instagram app but uh i've just still been pursuing my i post i post what i'm calling the movie of the week and it's really just a it's, it's just a recommendation of a film that i that i really enjoy and that i hope that you will too and and, uh, you know, I think most of the titles I'm trying to put are, are relatively well-known and hopefully not very difficult to find, and we'll see how that continues over time. But the movie that I selected for this week is uh, the great uh, musical comedy Singing in the Rain from 1952. So hopefully you've had a chance to see this movie. It's just pure joy. Uh, it stars... Uh, Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds and Donald O'Connor. It's set in Hollywood as the as Hollywood is transitioning from silent films, you know, from the in the late twenties and and early nineteen thirties into sound films, and uh, it I, I think by many people it's considered uh, probably the finest movie musical uh, ever made. Although you know, I think other films could could uh, probably share in, in that title, or at least be in like kind of a top ten sort of deal. But 
I think Singing in the Rain is really unparalleled in its just in its entertainment factor in 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 in, in the quality uh, of the film as as well as just sheer entertainment. Uh, Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor are buddies that have come to Hollywood, and and uh, Gene Kelly has gotten more into acting. You know, Gene Kelly's character got, has gotten more into acting, where Donald O'Connor is is more behind the scenes uh, working on the music uh, for the films. But uh, Gene Kelly, <laughs> his character is paired uh, with this actress named uh, Lena Lamont, who is played by the wonderful Gene Hagen. And uh, she she uh, is pretty and does great in silent films, but she has an absolutely wretched speaking voice. And so with this transition to talkies, it's really it's really a problem. Um, also, uh, Gene Kelly's character, who's uh, uh, named Don Lockwood, but Don falls in love with with uh, a little uh, an up and coming starlet. Named Kathy Selden, who's played by a very young Debbie Reynolds in one of her early film roles, and um, again, this 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 movie is just just uh, absolutely delightful. So many wonderful songs. I think that, you know that you recognize if you haven't seen them. The I, I, very iconic uh, title sequence where Gene Kelly is dancing on a soundstage that's just getting doused with with uh you know water to look like rain and and uh and it'll just put a smile on your face and uh, and honestly it's one of those movies that anytime i'm kind of feeling down i can put on singing on the rain singing in the rain and um i feel better so uh i actually own a copy of it but i know it's available for rent or purchase on streaming platforms and uh like you know apple itunes etc and so i hope you will check out singing in the rain and have a uh, happy weekend watching some really wonderful classic cinema. Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present Podcast. Again, links and more information about the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Links are also on the blog. And as I mentioned, please follow me on uh, on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at MoviesPAP, as in past and present. As always, I hope you will enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or the present. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, be safe out there and dedicate yourself to the truth.